That's always good when you start off with a laugh. Science, it's great. Pregnant, a uh, young girl, <laughs> teen, doesn't know how to tell her parents. <laughs> Movie freaks. Edward Furlong's in it, too. I am freaking hopeless. Oh, oh wow. Movie freaks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only show on the net that when it was announced Tom Cruise would be returning for Top Gun 2, 50% of our hosts ripped off their clothes in ecstasy. I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> that was good. And I'm Eugene Weaver. <laughs> A.K.A. Ace Maverick. <laughs> yeah. You see. Uh, and we've got uh, another interesting show for you. As we always do every week, but this this time we we've got a lot watched because we our shows have been a little offset lately, um, mm-hmm. and so we're speeding up the roulette. We've got uh, quite a bit of recently watched to get to, and that's probably going to be all for tonight. And we'll see which rabbit trails we rabbit holes we fall down, uh, as I'm sure there will be some. Okay, but let's get right to the roulette. Last week we had the Raven uh, against Le- Leprechaun Origins. Leprechaun. And, Leprechaun. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. Tell me okay. all about the leprechaun. <laughs> well, I went in with absolutely zero expectations. Uh, the reviews were not good for this thing, um, but I held out a little bit of hope because WWE uh, whatever produced it. And honestly, even though they have some shoddy movies, they're usually fairly slickly shot, and there is some sort of a budget. And there was, and I liked, I appreciated that there was money behind this. It looks really good. Um, and honestly, I'm going to tell you, I, I didn't hate the movie. Uh, two stars, which is... Kind of a thumbs down, but, but... It's kind of a thumbs down, but trust me, it's... I'm a horror guy, so I let a lot of things slide, but it's... Uh, <laughs> it is literally, how do we get a group of fairly stupid actors into a remote location and then kill them off? The <laughs> end. That's it. Um, and here they, they completely get rid of, um, and this is no spoiler, they completely get rid of the uh, um, Warwick Davis. I think, was it Warwick Davis? Was he in the other ones? I, I think he was. Well, the first one. I've only seen the first one. I haven't okay. seen any of the others. I, I Whether he did any more past number one, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But the wisecracking little killer is gone. Now it is a CGI golden type blur creature thing. Um, which is really weird, and and the 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 it's weird because it doesn't even look like a real person. But there's actually in that CGI mess, there is an actual uh, dwarf wrestler from WWE that plays that role. Um, he's one of their midget wrestlers. Is it just like a blur motion effect over top? It's kind of, of yeah. It's, you can tell they they yeah they put some sort of a, of an effect over top of him. Okay, and and I mean it's. The fleeting moments that you see of the actual uh, leprechaun um, is is cool looking. I mean, it's a lot better than the you know the cheesy little guy from the eighties, nineties, whatever. But it's still, it's like what? But it's, I mean, it's it's a complete cookie cutter horror movie. And I the whole way through, I'm like, ah, I'm not hating this thing by any yeah. stretch. So it doesn't get more than two stars because it's as generic as they come and it's you know it is what it is it's it's not like an old school 80s slasher which i love but it's not one of these new netflix movies that is just screams low budget amateur junk yeah um there there is some money behind it there are some people that i actually recognize from other movies in it 
and all that stuff. So because of that, it got uh, two stars. In fact, it probably would almost borderline more on two and a half. Okay. But, yeah, I, but, I, I, I hear what you're saying. You're, the, on that, my yeah. scale, this would be like a four, four and a half, which is yes, a te- yeah. technical thumbs down, but you're like, not horrible. I could maybe see it again. Honestly, I would probably watch that movie again sometime. So there you go. It's it's completely harmless. <laughs> there you go. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, yes. We, we asked uh, last episode when we were talking about this, because um, this is Origins. Is it a prequel of the 80s flick, or is this older like origins 1600s when's it set oh it well the um they go into the whole legend myth whatever of the leprechaun which is kind of cool um uh, but no not really it's kind of its own thing like they don't really address like oh now the leprechaun now he's loose and now he's killing it's kind of just but is it it's set now uh-huh. Oh, so it's re-origins. It's re- it's re- yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's basically rebooting the series, of if there yeah, is okay. such a thing for this series. But, um, but yeah, it was set now. That's fine. But we, we just it, talked about that, so I wanted to wrap up that, that little... Yeah. 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 Right. But for people that absolutely have zero expectations and want something cheesy, um, you could do worse than this. And, and trust me, by doing worse, I'll talk about some of those later in this episode. As will I. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, and then on my side, I had The Raven from acclaimed director James McEntee. Well, director James McEntee. A uh, brilliant but boozy author Edgar Allan Poe and a Baltimore cop try to solve a string of baffling murders inspired by Poe's macabre short stories. Starring John Cusack. Uh, which is always kind of a, not a red flag, maybe more like a yellow flag. Because mm-hmm. while we like John Cusack, you never know quite which way that's oh, going to go. Yep, and, he he takes the paycheck sometimes. <laughs> a lot of times. If you looked on Netflix, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of stuff on there that is very curious. Um, anyway, what did I think about the movie? I uh, I definitely like oh, I'm definitely giving this one a thumbs up. Definitely. Oh, good, Just good, good flick. And we talked about it last episode. The reason that we didn't really go after this one was because of Ninja Assassin. How terrible mm-hmm. that was. This is no Ninja Assassin. Now, it's, um, I don't want to say run-of-the-mill thriller, but as far as thrillers go, you know what's going to kind of happen. This is not some mind-blowing mystery that you're not going to be able to kind of predict what's going to happen. People die along the way in Poe stories, and then they have this cool little uh, plot thing where the killer demands that Poe writes a story, and then he'll give clues to the next body. Oh, okay. And the stories have to be published, too, in the paper. So he's constantly writing these new stories, and then the killer responds with murders. It's hmm. And, you know, other than uh, some, of, some extremely gory bits with the murders, you could almost watch this one with the wife. Almost, Ooh. but it's... Almost, yeah. It's almost, but... And, and maybe, you know, there are some movies that she's, she gets by on that stuff. Yeah. So you might be all right. Because uh, it's just kind of a, a a thriller is the best way to put it. I di- I did I I I quite enjoyed it. It might be a tad long, but for this kind of movie, I I'm not quite the demo for it, so that's why yeah. I think it's a tad long. But I enjoyed everything about it. Even when Cusack uh, is hamming it up, it's still a good performance. That's that's the se- separation between him and like Nick Cage, who also takes every role given to him. Yep. Um, is that. One in ten or twelve Nick Cage movies is going to be all right, 
And with John Cusack, it's like even his worst stuff is like you're still very watchable, even though it may be a terrible movie. And this one, I would say, is is up a little bit. It's a little better. I'm glad that you gave it a, a thumbs up because I was expecting. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but I was hoping that it wasn't going to be like, oh, it was terrible. No, and I, I think it looks, it sounds great, I, or it sounds really good and entertaining and something that I would like. I'd be pretty surprised if you gave this one a thumbs down. This is a pretty yeah. easy one to sell. Um, yeah. And the other guy, dang, of course Netflix doesn't have the main stars' names. Uh, they just have the, the second players and what have you. Uh, but the, uh, the cop that works with John Cusack, he was the... Uh, What's his name? He is the guy in Dracula Untold. He was Dracula. Oh. Yeah, he's he's, oh. he's kind of hot to trot right now. Yeah. Yeah, he was the main cop in this detective, and he worked... He was the, bards, the bardsman or whatever yes. from uh, Hobbit, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he, Luke Evans? There you go. I believe that you're right on that one. And Brendan Gleeson is in this as well, but it's more of a nice. second-tier role. But it's still... A, there's still all three of those guys come together. I'll watch them do anything. Yeah. And, I, just because I like all three of them, but and it was good. And the main uh, his the main love interest was what was her name Alice Eve? I want to say from Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, really? Blonde, the yeah, blonde girl. She, yes, and she has a fair amount of lifting here. She's the kidnapped party. Uh, that's okay. not really spoiling anything, but because she's kidnapped for over half the movie. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the point of this. Poe's trying to rescue his girlfriend, and she does a good job. I easy on the eyes and she did a fine acting job so you know i mean there was not a lot of complaints here you can see how the overall thing it's not like rewriting the rules of cinema or something but it still was very very enjoyable i I liked it quite a bit had some really cool uh design uh set design and some really cool uh framing of a couple of action scenes that were very unique and then they slip in these little gory bits here and there and that you really feel them because it's not every two seconds yeah. Uh, so when they slip them in, it's it's. Well, did this get a theatrical release? Did you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I almost saw this one in the dollar theater. Okay. Yeah. James McEntee, you see, he he pulls in the crowds. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the next round. Go ahead and lay down uh, the options that I gave you, and give us the, the excuse me the synopsis of the one that you decided on. Okay. Uh, so uh, the ones that you had for me. Um, you you threw my way. Enter the dangerous mind. Mm. Aim high in creation. What? What's enter the dangerous mind? Um. Eh. I, you threw that my way, didn't it's you? It's not on my list. <laughs> Wasn't that? Well, well, you had thrown one my way that I had seen. I think. Or, oh boy. Yeah, this is already off to a wonderful start. Uh, was it? <laughs> enter the danger. Was that advantageous? Was that Enter no, the Dangerous uh-uh. I have never mm. heard of Enter the Dangerous Mind. Please tell me about this film. <laughs> okay, well, that's the one that I thought that you gave me. Um, Was there one that you watched that I threw on a... Hmm. Carry on to the next one. I'll investigate this. Okay. Um, you also had uh, Advantageous, The Fly, the original Fly, and The Void, and Extinction. And uh, for me, okay. I wait chose... a minute. The one that I'm missing on here, aim high. I have Lair of the White Worm. Aim high and create. Okay, which is that's not on. That's not on Netflix anymore. Lair okay, so worm. I replaced that one with yeah. Extinction, didn't I? Or what did I replace it with? 
Enter the dangerous mind. Okay, enter the dangerous I... mind. Sure. I, I this is a mess. What a good God Almighty! I don't. I, <laughs> you're right. I remember replacing Lair of the White Worm, but I don't remember what with. Okay. Carry on. Ignore me. Okay. Ooh. Um, <laughs> well, I picked the fly, and uh, having said that. I went ahead and watched Advantageous in the meantime, because that was my second choice. So I watched that. I'll be getting to that one later on tonight. Ooh, so, that's but, either a really positive or... Re- that one was a long shot. Yeah. I watched the well, trailer we'll, for it, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, The Fly, the original Fly, Vincent Price, 1958, I'm in. That's that's my choice for, for uh, roulette for next episode. One of us is going to watch it sometime, and whether regardless of your review, I'm going to watch it eventually. Yeah, yep. It's. I think that's going to be a no-brainer. I think that regardless if it's, I'm guessing it's dated and fairly cheesy, but it's still going to probably be good. Yeah. Uh, I, on the other hand, am taking the worst thing on this list. You gave me Supremacy, Jack's Back, which I gave you, uh, Avengers Grimm, Earth to Echo, Kidnapping Mr. Heineken, and Stash House. And... Kidnapping Mr. Heineken, kind of drama, Stash, it's on my queue though, but Stash House, no Dolph Lundgren current, uh, <laughs> Earth to Echo, is a kids movie, I understand, I could watch it with the kids, but that's why I picked that. summertime, yep. not having time. Jack's back, that's a Eugene, that's a Eugene. Uh, yeah. And Supremacy, that seems happy, white supremacist stuff, probably a good movie, but I was like, eh, and out of all that, I take the cr- crappiest crap on the list. Avengers Grimm, I'm going to watch. I will sacrifice oh. 80 minutes of my life to a Casper Van Dien joint. But and I what did... happens if the opening credits are an Asylum Pictures? I like... might hang with it, because I went and watched the trailer for it, and it was like, ooh. Yeah, and, okay, And then it was all like, right. nah, this is going to be god-awful. But it, it should at least be amusing in only 80 minutes, so eh, okay. I'll give it a shot. Okay, interesting. So we have Avengers Grimm. Honestly, you surprised me. I'm surprised that you picked that, and I'm happy that you picked that because I, I thought it, I thought the title and the look were, were in, impossibly cool. Yeah. But uh, knowing full well it's going to probably suck. But I'm oh, like, ah, impossibly it's cool. Still. It's a Casper Van Dien. Yes, <laughs> it's a Van Dien joint because he's see. done um, Starship Troopers and Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, he did have a side role in that where he got beat yep. up by who did he get? Johnny Depp. And he got he got but his head whacked I, off in the movie. Did he get? But he, he didn't actually get beat up by Johnny Depp. The headless horseman took care of him. He was yeah, picking he took, on Johnny yeah. Depp because Johnny Depp. Was yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been a fascinating train wreck of a roulette. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Perfect. Recently watched, and we have all the time uh, in the world. If we run out of this we and we're bored, we'll just throw a theater ticket lottery on the end. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Um, uh, go ahead and start us off. What, what do you want to do here? I have, I, I have ranging from despicable trash to uh, damn great gems in the rough and all over the map and back again. What do you want to start us off with? Um, Let's start off with... um, I wouldn't mind starting off with a movie that I watched and then I I said something to you and you watched it as well. And and I'm not sure if we want to get into a little bit of spoiler territory with it, but I am really curious your thoughts on Asmodexia. 
Oh my gosh, I even forgot to write that down. Yeah, um, because I, I I consider that to be one of those m- minor gems in the rough. Um, and this is a minor gem in the rough due to, I think, partially due to a really cool last 15 minutes. Not even barely 15 minutes. The ending was so good in that movie that uh, it made up for some of the, what, low-budgetness of the what came before it. But it's a Spanish, it looked, I think it was a Spanish-produced movie. Mm-hmm. Um, You're up preach- Spanish. I don't know what yeah, the difference preach- is yeah. there, but... Preacher Man and some girl are going around to different places exercising demons, I think, maybe. Uh, and there is, a, there is a woman in an insane asylum that is mind-reading, kind of, sort of. And then there's a cop lady that's on the track of what's going on with the, uh, the preacher. And they, all of their stories collide um, in the end, which is really, really, really cool, I thought. I thought it was creepy, and I loved the ending was great. So, yeah. So thoughts? I was, just, yeah, I was just waiting uh, for you to yeah. give your opinion. But um, uh, you say partially due to the amazing ending. I would say completely due to the amazing ending because uh, okay. from the get go, like looking at the cover art on Netflix, I'm going, mm, that's a Eugene movie because it's yep, it's possession movie, not Exorcist. So I, I'm out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Or Emily Rose. There's like yeah. two that I'm like, ooh, maybe. But the exorcism thing, I usually kind of wait for you to tell me which ones are good. Uh, I'm not diving on all of those. Uh, yeah. Especially when the whole, this cover, because it was a borderline asylum-y. Or it was just... It, I know, it looked... I'm like, there's no way. And then I read some reviews, and I'm like, uh, you know what? It's such a short running time. I, it's, Yeah. You know, and I'll give it a shot. I mean, along the way, I was guessing some of the, as I always do, trying to figure out what's going on in the movie. I'm not necessarily trying to nail the ending, just what's going on. Um, along the way, I, my eyebrows went up a few times when they were doing some of, taking care of some of these possessions. The girl kicks the line of salt out of the way before yep. she enters the house. That was the first big clue for me. I was like, uh-huh, because <laughs> I've seen Supernatural. <laughs> you know, um, and also, even the way the girl looked, she just yeah oh yeah she always looked not good just, we won't get too she spoilery, just looked but. like she could, yeah she just looked you know with the black hair and it's, yeah she but, looks kind of emo with her real sunken eyes and I'm yes I'm dark and moody yep. but if you're any something of a experienced horror uh, film watcher then you can go hmm that's questionable and yeah yeah it turns out it was um, I uh, and, but I really but I gotta go say going into the end, towards the third act. I the movie was okay. I, I I say I would probably have it at about a four, just because I wouldn't watch it again. And then that ending happened, and I was like, "Wow, that went up like two or three marks easily uh-huh. right there." Just because the way that ended, that was uh, again, is it spoiler to say similar to like John Carpenter, Prince of Darkness? Yep. Where it's there you the, go. The, uh-huh. end, the ending is so good that you forgive a lot of the faults in the movie or mm-hmm. whatever you were able to pick up along the way. But yeah, it was. I, I definitely came out of it with oh, that was a thumbs up. It wasn't a yeah. like that. What was that? Oh, man, just again, can't pull names. Um, what was that one movie with the brother and the sister and the cave, the Spanish one? 
that you really like. Here Comes the Devil, was that it? Oh, I liked that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, I know. But was the, it wasn't a Here Comes the Devil where I was like, by the time it was done, I was like, oh, good, now I need to take a shower with some bleach and a brew Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that was not this. I need no. to write Casper Van Dien an apology letter for ever saying anything <laughs> bad about his acting. And <laughs> uh, so, no, it was not that. But um, Yeah, well. Okay. Anything else you want to add about it? <laughs> nope, that's it. No, I was, I was, uh, I did want to hit on that one, and I, as much as I'd like to be spoilery with it, but I think that that's one that the I, listeners out there should give it a shot, just in case you're up for something a little bit different. I agree, and I probably was spoilery enough just comparing it to Prince of Darkness, but if you know that movie, then you'll want to watch this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I watched something like a movie called Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> All right, Fred Olin Ray. Fred Olin Ray. He is a guy who makes movies <laughs> that Casper yep, Van Dien will not star in. <laughs> yes, over a hundred of them because he, I'm sure that he costs way too much for Ol, for Fred Olin Ray to get. That's what I mean. He turns them down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep. You know, and and oh gosh, was this the one that that uh, Jim said he wrote in seven days? Um. Uh, maybe no. I don't. Who oh. God only knows. I he. It sure I felt like a movie written in seven days. Uh, yeah. The only thing cool that happens in this movie is when the Hollywood hookers are chainsawing other people. That those scenes are hilarious and enjoyable. Especially when you can tell that they're throwing fake body parts and, and fake, fake blood, blood on the actors. Yes, it, that is hilarious and funny, and I enjoyed that. The other parts are just a mishmash of terrible acting in obviously rented uh, office buildings or probably more oh, yeah. likely borrowed. Like, hey, can we get yeah. in there? Let us in there for the weekend. We'll be like, okay, yeah. we'll set it. It's a cop. It's a cop station. And go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, just, it's funny because the whole movie felt like it was filmed in a couple of rooms. Yeah. It was just you know, bottom, and, and, bottom of the barrel here. But yeah, still. Uh, what what do you expect from a movie called Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers? And yeah. it's a Olin Fred Ray Olin Red whatever joint I, whoever I, he is. Bot. Yeah, yeah. Bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I'll be watching more of his crap because of your stupid cinema soft underbelly. Uh, you no. oh wait, I'm talking about I, it I, so wait, passionately, wait. and I'm like, that sounds amazing. I gotta watch it. And here I sit on my <laughs> yeah. computer watching Hollywood Chainsaw, going, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just, if nothing else, Fred Olin Ray movies make me contemplate what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> he is altering the course of of people's journey. <laughs> yes, of their life with, journey with his directing talents. Okay, enough of that. Next for you, please. Get, okay, get me next for me, I have uh, a movie from 1985. Directed by Fred Olin Ray. Oh, God. <laughs> called Biohazard. Uh, okay. Let's get all yes. of it. It's Fred Olin Ray time. Let's get it all yes. on the table well, and get it all yeah, out. After this, then we're going to be done for this episode of, of Mr. Olin oh, Ray. Oh, I figured you had at least a couple more. I mean, uh, just of him? It's not been tonight, a week. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I got another... Um, uh, I got another one of his limited edition Blu-rays with his <laughs> autograph on the back, yeah. like Chainsaw Hookers. Limited edition. And, yes, limited edition of whatever it is. But Biohazard. Now, here's one that you might want to check out. Oh, you dirty, <laughs> rotten bastard. He, uh, uh, it's an alien movie, 
and it, <laughs> it's a bunch of bad actors in a couple buildings. <laughs> And he gets his five-year-old son, from what I've been reading, and hookers to dress and up in a, in, a, in, a, in a, his, uh, Seriously, um, now I'm not joking here when I say that I do think that you should see this movie because it is hilarious. Uh, the creature is played by his five-year-old son that he puts in a rubber suit. Uh-huh. Um, but the ending of this movie is so hilarious and done deliberately. Like it's deliberately funny, and I'm like that totally works so well. I'm like, I can't believe there was actually a shred of complete brilliance in this thing, because it was! Uh, and it was almost a breaking the third wall type of ending. Uh, and that, it was it was perfect for this fourth wall. type it's of... It's the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. You mean where they look I'm at the ta- camera? I, yeah, I'm talking about Fred Olin Ray, though, so oh, it's yeah. the third wall. For him, it actually is the third wall. <laughs> breaks the third dimension. He takes it out of yes. the office building yes. and puts it in yes. the street or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, you know, this is kind of cool enough. To, I, I, I'll get I'll get more into the specifics on my own show, but I'll just oh, say here yes. I it, honestly, technically it was it was a better made movie than Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I can say about that other than if you want to watch a five-year-old kid run around in a rubber monster suit. I filmed um, my three-year-old kid running around the other day for no reason whatsoever, and it was a better-made movie than Hollywood. Yes, Jason. it probably was, yes. Uh, um, and to see the there's an awkward kind of sort of love scene in this movie that is so... I'm like, oh, I feel like, oh, this is so not what I should be watching because it's so awkward, and you can tell it's actors that well, are really Well, if you are questioning your life choices, then Fred Olin Ray has succeeded. Fred, yes. Yes, and I now have two of that man's autographs, so I'm very, I'm very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Back to you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to go from there. Uh, I I got zombievers. Oh, you got to talk about that. I you got to talk about that because I hit on that movie already on my oh show my a while gosh. ago. Zombie Beavers. That is a movie that. Uh, oh, I'm crying. Fred Olin Ray <laughs> aspires to make movies like Zombievers, yeah. and uh, and that's the truth because yeah, because that please admit that that is significantly better than the oh, junk we've just been talking about. Clearly, I mean it's yeah, it's a stroke of genius compared to that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, I had to take a step up from what if F O R, uh, so that we could transition to other stuff that we're going to be talking about. So I guess yeah. Zombievers is the next logical step. If you need to know mm-hmm. what this movie's about, then um, I'll repeat the title. It's called Zombievers. Zombie Beavers. Yep. It's, it's Zombie Beavers, yep. and some some girls go out into the woods, and they're going to camp or. Or stay at some cabins, or I don't even know what was going on. I was just after yeah. the opening credits was like, "Oh, I can watch this while playing on my phone games, yay!" <laughs> and uh, there was a little bit of um, uh, trauma in this with the toxic sludge can that goes over, and then the beavers being yeah. extremely puppety um, and fake. But that was all kind of part of the charm. Um, I agree. Zombie beavers attack people. The end. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of gory scenes and 
uh, no surprises. You know what you're getting into, but it doesn't really overstay its welcome too much. Uh, I, again, when you get to movies like this, they should keep them at 70. You can you can knock mm-hmm. it down to 70, 75, and this might have been I agree. 80, 85. Yeah, touched long, but <laughs> when you're being this stupid, keep it to 70, 75. Keep it in yeah. that range. And then, I, I do remember that watching that movie thinking there was a couple of actually genuinely funny parts in it, not just like, oh, that's cheesy. It was actually, I'm like, oh, that was a pretty good joke that they pulled off there because it's obvious it's a comedy yeah uh yeah there was you know, there, there definitely were a few some funny parts i mean enough to keep yeah. me watching the whole way through even if i was yeah only half watching but i was i still watched yeah. all the way so yep oh lord well, good. i'm glad you watched it because it, yeah it's it's cheesy nonsense but you know i enjoyed it for what it was <laughs> take us the next step up please from okay Zombievers. next <laughs> next step up i'm gonna oh boy man i've got so many um Oh, where do I begin? Where do I be? Um, let's go with. I mean, I literally my list is so long here. I've recently watched. Um, you know what? I'm gonna hit on uh, the the one that's pretty much freshest in my mind right now, and that's the movie I watched last night, uh, Birdman. Mm. I want to touch on that just because and I know that's a a leap. Oh, it's of, it's a little. I mean, Zombiever, Birdman, Biohazard, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but I've been wanting to watch this because I hear all sorts of great things, and it obviously it won Best Picture of the Year, so I'm, I'm going to watch it. Um, so, wife and I watched it, and uh, I gave it three and a half out of five stars. Hmm. And I was expecting to give it more, but um, at two hours, uh, it gets pretty heavy. And by heavy, I mean like every single person in the movie is a scumbag. Like a Hollywood scumbag, it Ugh. seems to me. Um, and now Michael Keaton is great. He, I think he deserved the Oscar. He did fantastic. But um, the acting is f- fantastic. In fact, personally, I think that Edward Norton stole the show. Uh, he was so he good al- in he that. He always does. He, yeah, he does. And he makes it seem almost easy. Like, he's such a great actor. But after a while, it's like, oh, man, it's just like, there's just so much negative energy in that movie and uh, it's just but and even the way it's filmed after a while it's like ah oh, this is almost like it's filmed in like one it I was going to say like I heard it was filmed take. in one take is it yes. the whole it's not way filmed through? in one take it's it's just long takes and then they do the editing tricks to where you know the camera passes over a dark yeah, area where yeah. you can tell it's that's where they cut um and which makes it all the more brilliant in that I'm sure that there was a lot of very 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 long takes with fantastic acting um but the storyline itself about a down-and-out, you know, has-been kind of washed-up actor that's trying to reinvent himself with this play, it is good. Uh, but, again, for me, after a while, I'm like, oh, this is almost too long for the heaviness. And it's a comedy, kind of, but it's a very dark, depressing-type comedy. And after a while, it's like, oh, man. Still give it a thumbs-up, but best picture of the year... I haven't watched all of the, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say that you've got a few to go yet with. Uh, yeah, but I that definitely, I wouldn't have thought that would have been best picture, mm. but, uh, but the technique that they used was fantastic. In that the long takes that it feels like one yeah. long, I mean, like days pass. Like now, all of a sudden, we're at another day, and it seems like the scene did not end, and you can tell. Yeah, it's, so it it's, runs it on night and day. Well, oh yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, like, okay. All of a sudden, like the camera will pan over, and there's 
different people sitting in a room now that weren't in there before that are talking. So it's like, oh, okay, well, time has now just passed. Right. And now there's... So it's... You, it's, you have to see it. I so guess. how does that compare <laughs> to that? Like, as far as the long takes go, uh, how is that in comparison to that... What was it? Open House? Or what was the name of that horror movie where the whole thing was supposedly in one take? Where they... They had a horror. They had the horror movie, the original, and then they had they remade it in America here. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Silent House. Silent House. That's what it was. I, um, how does it compare to those I, techniques? Do you think I, it was? I watched the original and I watched the remake, and the original was was great. Uh, the remake was, eh, whatever. But it's similar to that. Um, and even honestly, I I can't believe I'm even I'm even saying this, but the closest thing that. This reminds me of as far as the technique was what that cheesy low budget slashers movie tried to tried to do. Yeah, that was all trying trying to be in one take too. Remember that? Yeah, well, I haven't seen it. I just heard about it. Yeah, and that, that, I no, mean, you watched it. You recommended that movie to me. Slashers. What? Like the, the game show, the game show thing where there's a group oh, of people oh, in the that was supposed to be. Wait a minute, what? Where, that was yeah, supposed that to was be all one take. That was all supposed to be in one take. Oh. Where the cameraman is the camera is following these people around this game show, and you can tell when the camera goes by something black, there's a cut. Oh, it's been so, I, I seriously haven't seen that since VHS days, so I can't yeah. remember. But. It's, I mean, I'm watching Birdman last night, and I'm like, this kind of reminds me a little bit of that cheesy Slashers movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Silent House. I was like, no, I haven't seen that. No, no but, uh, no, but Silent, yeah, but Silent House, it's similar to that, where they, they, do, well, they, they use little they use unique te- techniques. They use those techniques going back to Alfred Hitchcock and Rope. Uh, yeah, I mean, and which he did. I mean, that movie seemed like it was five takes, and you could maybe only guess where the cuts were. Um, wow! But good movie, worth worth checking out. But I, yeah. that technique goes back a long, long ways. But I, I'm I can't wait for you to watch that sometime, and I'm sure you will. Oh, Birdman! Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I want to see it because I'm a huge fan of Keaton, and I. It looks interesting. I, I was surprised it got the acclaim it did, but then was like, well, I haven't seen it. I guess I'll I'll check it out. And I like you. I try and watch all the all the best picture nominees. And I've yeah. you still need to see Boyhood and Dallas Buyers Club. That was the same year. Oh, too, I know. Wasn't it? Man, I know. It's taking you so long. <laughs> I know. And Whiplash. We neither of us have seen Whiplash. Uh, I want to see that one so bad. But uh, me too. Maybe I'll order it in at the library this week. We'll see. Uh, okay. That took us up quite a bit so since we're all the way at the top we'll talk about antarctica a year on ice oh nice yep there we go uh this was another documentary on netflix i like to peruse those quite a bit i think i even threw it at you on the roulette um and then i watched it and was immediately texting you you got to watch this this is awesome uh fantastic uh documentary i loved it uh, very much a documentary in the sense that there is no bias here. There is no motive. Mm-hmm. It is simply explaining what a year on Antarctica is like for the workers there. I was pretty surprised that, one, there's a year-round installation there, and two, there's like 5,000 people on it. Uh, I That was all news to me. I mean, not year-round there's not. They go down to the hundreds for the winter yeah. months, but... Um, this also was a chance for a photographer to exercise some, uh, what are the, what's the technique called? Time-lapse photography? Time-lapse. Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. And he, uh, especially the moving ones where it's time-lapse and the camera is panning. That, yeah. That's am- amazing. It just blew my mind. It's, it's worth watching just for that. Uh, some of the movies that this reminded me of, Alien, Prometheus, uh, The mm-hmm. Thing, 
I thought of Prometheus a lot with that. Just some of the shots, it looks like a foreign world. I mean, they ship. Yeah, I know. They ship out their shit, literally. Like there is yeah. no waste yeah. on Antarctica whatsoever. The isn't that cool? Yeah, it's just I, I, crazy. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somebody is burying Antarctica's human poop. <laughs> yes, here in the states. In the states, more than probably. Likely. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they probably yeah. take it. You know, twenty miles offshore and just dump it in the ocean like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or as the plane is in the air taking off, it just opens up over. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. Go. Have that, penguins. But <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, did I, you like? Did you like? Because I watched it too. Did you like the uh, time lapse of uh, when we see like space? Like, oh, that was amazing. It was gorgeous. Just I'm like, amazing. oh, that is so amazing. I was hoping that, like you, that it would touch on some of the environmental topics. But at the on the yeah. other hand, you you know you can't. The more I thought about it, it was like, it's not fair of me to bump this movie down because of what I hoped it would have talked about instead of what it did. It's, it told you yeah. what it was going to do from yeah. the very beginning. It's going to show you a, a year, year in the, the ice, life. And that's exactly what it did. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, I give this thing like a nine, nine and a half. And I could go up on that. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I, even, I, I loved yeah, it. Four out of five for me. Uh, and I do wish that they would have got a little bit more into it exactly what they were doing there like they didn't as much like what like what research are you doing and what what are all your jobs and there was a little bit hinted at but it was i, I think, think they well, I think the little... reason behind that is that um they've got I, I don't even remember the numbers now how many countries are represented there um from around the world they all have their yeah. researchers there and they're all doing yeah. they're all doing completely different things I mean, some are going to be doing environmental stuff. Everybody's doing uh, different things. That, that's my guess. That's why they didn't even bother with it. He just wanted to show off his photography, and it turned into this amazing, beautiful time-lapse stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely recommend that everybody uh, give it a look, because man, the, the Aurora, Aurora Borealis and those space scenes. and Oh, yeah, oh yeah. it's gorgeous. I, I thought, Loved it. The only negative I can really say right off the bat is it felt like he strained a little bit to get in more of his shots towards the end just for the sake of well i took these time lapse shots of people loading up crap um let's keep it going let's keep it going let's keep it going it's sort of like mm, you could have trimmed off a little bit there you're just showing off your photography <laughs> yeah which was gorgeous yep. it was beautiful but it didn't have any point yeah yep back to you okay uh, so I want to touch on, and this is going to be a, I guess, slightly controversial because I actually gave this movie a higher score than the best picture of the year, Birdman. Uh, but I want to touch uh, on just briefly on the Poltergeist remake. Oh boy! Yeah, I gave this, I gave this four out of five stars. Now that might be a knee jerk reaction, probably. Uh, especially, especially, yeah. Uh, here's the thing: uh, I was not expecting much from this thing. Uh, just the reviews weren't that good, and Poltergeist the original is it's one of my favorite movies. It, it still holds up today, and anymore it's like uh, these these remakes of great movies from the eighties or whatever, and like Friday the Thirteenth remake and Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah, uh, but I will say I was quite surprised uh, going in with such low expectations that everything. To me, worked quite well. Uh, I, they had good actors, which was a big plus because um, 
I'm drawing a blank right now on the lead. Um, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he was really good as, as always. He's he's Edward Norton. He's great in everything. Yeah, and he was it, it just his comic bits were really good because he's good at comedy. Mm. Um, the effects very CGI heavy, but they worked. Uh, and while while the core of the original is there. They definitely made it their own thing, and they switched a couple things around, but to their advantage, I think, to, to make this movie kind of their own. Uh, but I, I, when it was done, I'm like, man, that was a, that was a good movie. I, I liked the... It was fast, fast-paced. All, that's honestly one of my biggest gripes, is that it could have used a little bit of breathing room, because it was go, 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 roll credits. Okay. So I was never bored. Uh, and once things really got taken off where the crazy stuff was happening in the house man I was totally on board it's not really scary but the original Poltergeist to me wasn't really that scary either it's just a cool yeah, I mean, it had its moments it had its, it had its moments yeah, yeah. Um, I mean it's a, I'll watch it obviously because I love the original as well and I'm gonna you know gonna be able to say yeah. that you saw it and what you think of it but one of the things that annoyed me from the trailer was the static scene on the flat screen, because it's like that's um, that's old technology. Like, I know. There's no static anymore on the flat screens. It's just nothing, and it said it was yeah. all. It was like yeah, uh. I know. And I thought about. I actually <laughs> thought about that. Uh, but it's just cool how they do different going through the wormhole. Yeah, like you know, the up and, and just. Uh, just there's the different the clown and the tree and there's just different things that they. I need to watch they, the original again. It's I've only watched it a couple of times, so I'm not. Oh, like, it's so I, good. I remember a handful of uh, quotes from it and everything. And Coach yeah. is in it. Uh, yep, Coach is in it. <laughs> and seriously, I, like I I could see myself watching this again and maybe bringing my review down a little bit. But I was so surprised that uh, that I enjoyed it as much as I did. That I'm like my my knee jerk reaction was four stars, but it's probably more like a three and a half for me. Hey, when it's that's fine. Done. I went and saw the Fright Night remake in the theater just because I was so bored oh. on on the dollar screen. I was like, "You got to see this!" And yeah, holy crap, that movie ruled. Uh, I think I've watched that thing four times now. The Fright Night <laughs> remake. That great. movie kicked ass. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, I'm going to do a quick little. Three for three in a row of action movies. I've kind of been in an action movie kick because I've been watching a lot of oddball stuff lately. So uh, when the um, library is finding a lot of recent action in the library, I'm going to get it checked off. I'll go least to best. Uh, First off, Escape Plan with uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. You know... For all the bad rap, not that bad. I, I thought it had it managed its tone of being '80s throwback in in a way that was kind of entertaining. Schwarzenegger has been a disaster since he's come back from oh, politicking, know. and this is no different. He still is just awkward and weird and doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> let's hope that Jenna says is better. Um, but I, overall, I still kind of enjoyed it. I like. I didn't hate it. As much as I thought I would. Uh, And there was some good stuff to be had in there. Uh, Two Guns. Denzel. Kicking ass, taking names, and Mark Wahlberg. Being funny. Mm -hmm. And 
I liked this one a fair amount more than I thought I was going to. This was a fun movie and funny, and they didn't give away mm-hmm. the best parts in the well, the best jokes in the trailer. They gave away the best parts. You knew it was going to come because you know we got to have the climax in there showing you what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but overall, that I quite enjoyed that movie. That was I had a lot of fun watching that one. And lastly, okay. the best of the three, I would say, Danzeo whooping ass again, the Equalizer. <laughs> Um, man, I just had so much positive to say about this movie. Um, especially, I guess, against all the negative reviews. Well, I don't know, I don't know if it got a ton of negative reviews. It just seems like it was all very mediocre or, you know, passing thumbs up. I liked it quite a bit. I thought that uh, his character, uh, his true character, remained hidden for most of the movie as far as his actual background. It was all kind of vague. And in the trailer, they sell uh, him walking into a bad situation and going, okay, there's five guys in this room and then clicking his watch and going 16 seconds. And he clicks his watch and then he goes and whoops everybody's ass. And then he looks at his watch and, oh, I was off by nine seconds in the trailer. They sell that as he's that much of a badass that he's doing it. And then you actually watch the movie and it more played out like, um, he's OCD or has Asperger's or like, because he's like 16 seconds and then he whoops everybody's ass and he goes, Oh, it's 29 seconds. I'm off. I'm off nine seconds. Nine, eight, eight seconds. It gets, yeah. all, it gets kind of twitchy about it. And it, <laughs> which I was like, Oh, I didn't see that coming. Maybe he's not a military guy. Maybe it's, maybe he's just a guy who knows how to whoop ass and, and he's got an issue or something, you know, and it played that way for most of the movie. Then you find out, of course, yeah, yeah, CIA, whatever. It's, it's, I'm not spoiling anything there, but, um, they still leave a lot of mystery with why he's not there anymore or like, it's all just vague on his backstory. And I really like that because it lets the audience fill in their own holes of, of the story. And you get to judge your friends based on their psychosis. Oh, you think he was this? That's because you are projecting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, you know, I was also surprised um, bits of gore along the way when he's taking people out. Holy oh, yeah. Crap. That movie was violent. The third act reminded me of, once again, can't bring this up. Uh, what was that movie from a couple years ago? Jamie Foxx is a lawyer trying to get the guy off from Rock and Rolla. And he was just killing people left and right. Uh, do you remember the guy was in prison, but he was torturing, getting out and torturing people, and then he'd sneak back into prison? Oh, yes, 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 what yes. Was oh, that, that, was a, that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was that called? Ah. <laughs> uh, Hopeless. Gerard Butler. Yes, Gerard Butler, yes. At any rate, it reminded uh, me of yeah. that movie in that it's like a, you expect kind of like a, decent action-y thriller with maybe some bloody gunshots, and it turns out to where this dude's stabbing the shit out of people, and it's like gory as crap, and he's... I just love that. I love it when he is... Denzel might be one of my favorite ass-kickers ever. I mean, people just automatically assume he's a nobody, especially now. He's a little muffin top, a little older, and he just walks in a room and just annihilates people. I love it. I guess if I were... I mean... uh, he is uh, my Liam Neeson for Ty. <laughs> I love I love me some Denzel, especially when he's yep. pissed off. And man, huh? Anyway, so, uh, so I, guess I had a lot of fun with, with that. With, 
would Chuck Norris be my Liam Neeson then? Or? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Because I can, I can Considering that Chuck you, Norris you're, goodness you're all about Mr. F.O.R., I think it's going to be Mr. Casper Van Dien for you. He's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, over to you. What do you got? Okay, so for, uh, for me, next up, I am now going to hit on, just briefly, uh, because I don't want to spend much time on it, adv- Advantageous. Oh, yes. Advantentious. Oh, that's what it looked like. <laughs> is that something? Yep. Oh, it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yep. That's why it was on the um, roulette. It looked like a Korean sci-fi movie that... Eh, I'll throw it over to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it... Uh, the ending... I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I don't quite, quite get the whole gist. I mean, I get the storyline, but... It's filmed in such a way that, you know, it's just long shots of contemplating uh, and then kind of obtuse dialogue to where it's like, you should kind of know, but we're all, you know, we're kind of hipster enough that, yeah. So you watched the whole thing, though. I'm, I mean... I did, yeah. I, I, it was enough of, what if this turns really cool towards it? Because it's a science fiction movie. I hate that. And here's the thing, like... The whole gist of the movie, it's a, it's about, in the future, uh, I guess people try to put their their souls or their, their beings into younger bodies. Why, I'm not sure. Um, to live longer, and <laughs> maybe. Some woman, to, to sell more, pro- I, I don't, I, it's never really explained. It's just, this this Korean woman is trying to, pay for her kid's education by going into another body and then because of that their the daughter and the this new body don't connect with that good and eh, drama and it's trying it's 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 so artsy pretentious it's just and I like some artsy stuff yeah but this was to where it's like yeah you're you're doing it deliberately to where I'm not buying it. It's it feels I gotcha. like they're being vague to the point of like, oh, we'll just let them fill in the gaps, and it doesn't work because there's not enough it doesn't clues. Work. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it doesn't work. It, I, I gave it one and a half, I believe. Oof, boy, that's um, rough. I might keep it on the queue yeah. just to give it a shot because sometimes we uh, disagree on the on the pretentious stuff. Um, yeah, but even from the trailer, I was like, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. And I got the same impression from the trailer. It was like, oh, if, well, if I commit to putting my body in this for my daughter, will you give me what the yeah. money that I need? And it was like, yes. And I was like, I don't even understand. I don't understand why that. Ah, whatever. We've probably yeah. spent too much time on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me another one since I did three. Okay. Um, next up, there's part of me that wants to talk about that one movie that I uh, that I chimed in on about the worst thing ever. But I feel like I should leave that for my own show because it's so horrendous that I probably shouldn't even be talking about it on Movie Freaks. So I'm gonna at just... least warn. Oh, are you talking about that gore thing? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Let's. I'm gonna because that that is like I feel like I should be. I would my um, almost might be arrested for even mentioning it. It's <laughs> it's that horrible. Oh, we're not about discuss, censorship. I'll discuss, but you yeah. tune in to Cinema Soft Underbelly for your full review of. Gorefest American, 9000, yeah. whatever the crap that was. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll hit on that one on my own show, because that, <laughs> trust me, that is, 
That is the bottom of the cesspool uh, yes. of humanity there. I saw the um, picture you posted, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm happy. Okay, so so let's hit on Nemesis. I wonder what Casper Van Dien's up to. <laughs> um, yeah. Starring Casper... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nemesis, which uh, uh, Star Trek? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hmm? This is Nemesis. Like this is. Uh, I'm kidding. You know what I'm okay. <laughs> okay, Nemesis parts one, two, three, and four. I'm gonna spend give uh, give me a, I want 90... reviews on all of them because I found them on YouTube. So please, okay. Which ones? The first do I one. Watch? The first one is badass. Uh, it's it it still holds up today. I think never heard and of it. And it is just so it, I have to know what it is first before it holds up. Okay, well it's 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 a Terminator ripoff basically, cyborgs versus humans. Um, but something about that first one, they just they know they're making a ripoff and they just go for it. And it's just <laughs> shooting, 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 shooting. It there's so much heavy artillery. I loved it. Um, it, it is a bit dated. It's one of those early '90s type movies, but. Man, I I got a kick out of it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, okay, I'll keep seriously. It. All you need to know is it's cyborgs versus humans. I'll, there I'll you go. I'll keep it in the queue. Okay. Now, after that, <laughs> Albert Pion was the director, mm. and he also made uh, Cyborg, the uh, Van Damme movie. Terrible movie. That a lot ah, a, lo- a lot of people like that movie, and it's just admit it. It is terrible. Oh, it is terrible. Yeah, but I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> now, having said that, Cyborg is definitely better, I think. Ugh. Uh, Oof. <laughs> uh, but Cyborg 2 and... Th- or, I'm sorry. Nemesis 2 and 3 were filmed back-to-back, and it was supposed to be one long movie. Um, but for some reason, they split it up. And uh, and you, you actually asked me why I watched Parts 2 and then Part 4 and then Part 3. Well, I watched Part 2, and uh, it was... Okay, um, it's I don't want to spend too much time on the storyline because it's so <laughs> bizarro. And you, I guess, it, it, like the the main character from the first one, a French dude, is now this steroid, like this big roided out chick for some reason. Uh huh. And it's the kind of the, she goes back to Africa from the future to the to modern day Africa. And Go is raised on. by an African tribe. Wait, and then she's young again. Yeah, she's a baby. Then she grows up in this African tribe, and so she's a hunter warrior. And then they send this robot to kill her from the future. Uh huh. And, and, and so they're on. You know, they're in some Arizona desert. Was what it looks like. It doesn't look like Africa. Um, and they run around for eighty-five minutes, whatever, shooting at each other. It was okay. But I'm like, then I, then I read reviews of part three, and part three was mainly made up of flashback scenes from part two. I'm like, I just watched part two. I'm like, I need at least a day or two to not see that shit yeah. again. Okay, that's understandable. So I go to part four. So part four is basically all filmed in a black room and one street in some Romanian deserted town. And I'm not joking. It's... Uh, an FOR. It's, it's an room. FOR joint. Yes. Yeah. It's it's. But it's. I'm like, what? You guys literally filmed on one street in some some Eastern European town, and then a black room. 
it's so low budget. I'm like, I could film this in my house, I think. <laughs> um, and the and the fourth one is something about uh, this roided out uh, bodybuilder chick, topless the pretty much the entire movie, and talking to bad actors. It, it was it was so bad. <laughs> So then after that, I'm like, well, I have to watch part three now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then part, so then part three is, is exactly what I thought it would be. Flashbacks from part two. Padding, it was, it was so bad. It was so bad. <clears throat> so bad. It is amazing. Uh, there, <clears throat> people might be wondering, why in the world would they ever do such a thing? Uh, there was a slim time, lady, uh, children, story time, where uh, <laughs> the video store was king, and they could get away just on box art, and they would uh, just show movies over again in flashback, pretty much, with maybe a half an hour of new scenes cut together as just, and then call it a sequel. Uh, Nemesis 3 apparently was one of these. Uh, uh, you probably yeah. know better than me that there is, there is a few others that I know like this that exist, and that's purely, in my opinion... Um, the video store, uh, what do you call it? Um, nowadays you'd call it clickbait. Back then it would have been a movie cover bait where you're like, Ooh, yeah. I'll pay a couple bucks to rent this. Just, you know, they, yeah. they could sucker in a couple of people. Cause, cause they actually split up nemesis too. They split that movie up to, to get more money yeah. to, to make. And and both are so padded, especially three. It's so padded. It's like, this is barely a movie. <laughs> This is barely anything other than flashbacks from part two with scenes of actors talking to each other and then a couple a, a, a couple shooting scenes in the very... It was terrible. Uh, so, yeah, it was a total cash grab to where we can sell, you know, we can sell I mean, however they, they many looked VHS at it and they're like, we can't ever top the mastery of part one. Just part, surrender yeah, yeah. all hope. And Yes. <laughs> yep. Now, I do believe that Nemesis 1... Um, I think that Thomas Jane, that was his, uh, acting debut. Oh, wow. What, what, was, like, what are, yeah, the, what are the dates was, we're dealing with here? I think Nemesis 1 was in 1991, maybe. Ooh, uh, that's not good. I was... <laughs> 92, I'm sorry. Well, 92. Ooh, ugh, I was hoping, like, 88 for the first no, one. Oh, you're dude. talking, so, I mean, if that one was that... Oh, that's real bad for Nemesis 2, 3, and 4. I mean, that, yeah. that is oh, they're, a dark they're time of cinema right there. Yeah, Tom Jane is in it. Yeah, he, I'm looking on IMDb. Oh, He's in it. Lord. And uh, actually, it's funny, looking at uh, Tim Thomerson is in it. Tim Thomerson was uh, oh, yeah. from... from uh, uh, a million uh, shitty movies. That's what he's from. A million shitty movies, yes. yes. And um, also, let's not forget... Uh, Oh, there he is, Brian James. He was in... Yes, Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner, yes. yes. I so, do know that name. <laughs> yes. Tim Thomerson, I know oh, from... Or Tom Timerson, or whatever the shit his name yeah. is. I know him from 57 <laughs> movies that I've turned off in five minutes. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's how Timerson, I know him. Yeah. Tom Timerson. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Back to you. Yeah, let's touch on a couple that I have to get out while I can still enunciate words. Uh, Stoker, I got from you on Blu-ray. Yes. Um, I just finished that up yesterday. Good movie. Uh, is it Chan Wook Park directed that one? The guy that did uh, this Revenge trilogy was uh, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, Old Boy. I think so. Masterpiece. And Lady Vengeance. Again, brilliant film. Those—that's you're talking like nine, ten, ten, right there. 
Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen Old Boy and Lady Vengeance, you absolutely must. I, if I'm not mistaken, again, going from memory, probably totally wrong, that this was his American debut. Um, and you know what? It's a very good movie. It has a lot of positive filmmaking attributes. That being said, However, just like his other movies, it feels insanely rapey. For a movie where no rape happens, this was the rapiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I know. The whole time. <laughs> and uh, it's hard to explain what I mean by that. You just have to watch it. Um, but, I mean, I like you were saying earlier, there's no one to root for in these movies. They're, everyone sucks. Pretty much. Yeah. And L- literally everyone sucks in that movie. So by the end, when people do strange things and make strange decisions, you don't even care because you hated them to begin with. And that's another thing. Everyone in this movie makes questionable character decisions where you're like, why, why would you do that? Why is she doing that? Why is that? I don't understand why. It's not that I don't understand the story or what's going on. I don't understand the character motivation. Why is, why is she doing that? Why is she saying that? That's weird that you would say that after knowing what you know now, and then you're going to say that. Why? And then (laughs) she does all these things and carries on with the movie, whatever. You know what happens. And I'm just, why? By the end of, I mean, when credits rolled, I didn't care. Bottom line, I did not care about what happens to her or anybody else in the movie because they they were all a-holes, so... All right. I mean, so did did, did you, you you did like it though? Yeah, I mean, I give it a thumbs up because it's a very well made film. But will I watch it again? Probably not. I, yeah. Why would I? There's no, you know, secrets to glean from it. It's not like it had some higher understanding or uh, there was such an amazing twist like you know some of his other movies. And I'm like, oh, I got to see that again. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Gotcha. Another one I want to touch on real quick. Get back to you. Jurassic World. I call. Oh, yeah. Here we now, go. This was the definition of a summer movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I listen to a few other podcasts of people that are into movies, and a few of the characters on those shows went and saw Jurassic World before me because I'm last to see everything. They just had to talk about it. They said, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you want to see Jurassic World, do not listen any further. And I said, you know what? It's a Jurassic Park movie. I don't give a crap. I'm just going to listen. And I listened to everybody spoil every aspect of this movie. So I knew every single thing going on. There was not one surprise for me to be had. I still had a blast with it. I don't care. It's a Jurassic Park movie. A lot of people getting bent out of shape about this and that and the other thing. It's an, a kid's action thriller movie. What do you expect? You know, you're, you're an adult now. Uh, you know, a lot of the people that I hear complaining about it, they're adults now. They That were 13 when this came out. Suck it up, yeah. man. It's that Star Wars effect where you got to realize they're making this for kids. This is uh, Jaws for kids. At the time when Jaws came out, that would have scared the crap out of you. This is meant to scare the crap out of you. And some of those scenes, pretty dark. But there's also a yeah. fair amount of stupid, okay? I had to give, even for being a silly dinosaur movie... I got a minus one entire point for that broad wearing heels the entire time running around. And my wife pointed that out to me like halfway through the film. And I was like, it'll be all right. And then they get into this supply shed from the original Jurassic Park where there's 
hats and boots and flashlights and shit lining the walls, and they're able to get a 20-year-old Jeep started off some newfangled battery. You remember that scene? That whole building? No, I remember, yeah. That's a whole supply shed. Perfect area where you could have just had her slip on some boots. They even made some jokes about her shoes while they were in that building, as I recall. And I was like, oh, they're just going to have her put on some boots, and we'll be all right. Nope, they didn't do that. Rest of the movie, running around in the heels. And I'm like, this is so stupid. And then I'm like, well, it's a movie with dinosaurs. (sighs) So do I just (laughs) let it go or whatever? You know, then there's also a little thing of, like, timing. And I, I have... The alien invasion taking place over in uh, Northbrook, Ohio? uh, Oh, it's the guy spraying for mosquitoes. Oh. Okay, I just shit my pants a little bit there. That was horrifying. (laughs) Holy crap. I mean, yeah. I guess I'll just leave that in. Because that was... Did you hear that? You could hear that? Oh, I heard it. Plain as day. I'm like, is there a UFO landing on top of your house? I thought so. I thought I was going to get hit by a plane or something. Wow, that was scary okay uh i was like what is happening what's going on (laughs) uh (laughs) where was i oh yes i was talking about how stupid it was jurassic park fake dinosaurs and stuff while aliens are landing in my freaking yard yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh that's great no there is also the question of timing of certain things like um uh, see i'm kind of torn about this because is it building suspense or is it just uh bad filmmaking timing where like for example no spoilers but you'll know what i'm talking about she walks in the the third act when all hell's starting to break loose she walks up to this gate and she wants this gate raised and i don't want to say why uh the guy raises the gate and she stands there waving you know what I'm talking about? I don't want to say what it is. Yes. No, oh, no yeah. spoiler. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and it comes close. She can see that she has accomplished the mission that she wants to accomplish. Right? Yeah. Right then you run. Okay? In real life, right then you run. She doesn't. She waits till standing on top of her. And then she runs. And then I got to believe that she runs a quarter mile to where she wants to be. And outruns that thing. Never happen. It, like like in heels, right? In heels yeah. and in the heels on top of it. I, it. The Olympic sprint runner would not outrun that thing. Logistically, it's sort of like it's so bizarre. It's sort of like I got your attention. Okay, now you run. No, no, no. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till I, I can smell your breath, and then I'm gonna run. And it's like you yeah. can't outrun that thing. And the, on the eh, Anyway, then I, then I have to remember, I'm breaking down a movie with fake dinosaurs in it. Uh, the, the other complaint <laughs> I would have uh, that many people have had is uh, way too much CGI, not near enough practical. And that's where Spielberg really excelled was uh, he knows when to mix the two. You know, you got them up close ones, use the practical. You got, you know, yep. the mid to far away, you can go CGI. And his original Jurassic Park stands up with the, the CGI stands up better than the, any of the sequels. Uh, oh, yeah, they do. I, I especially, know. like, well, even in 2, one of the best things I can say about 2, the effects all work. They all work perfectly. When it's close, it's practical, you have believable, and then that perfect CGI mix. 
Three, way too much CGI, over-dependent. Four, same story. He, uh, there were times where it's like, ah, that's happening. You'd have no fear. Yeah. And some of the things were predictable. They knocked down the gate at the end. I knew it was going to happen. And it happened. And that's all right. It was amazing. I wanted to cheer. Uh, huge thumbs up. Great summer movie. A lot of fun. Can't wait to watch it at home in 2D. The 3D added nothing. Didn't care about the 3D at all. Yeah, when I saw it in 3D too, it was like, no, that was, that was good. No. But it wasn't no, like, that it, was worth the extra. <laughs> the 3D added nothing whatsoever. <laughs> I had no love for it at all. I mean, it didn't hurt the viewing, but I was just, eh, there were some parts where the CGI looked extra fake because of the 3D for me. It, it, it broke the CGI for me a couple of times. Wow. So I, yeah. I look forward to watching it in 2D, even though the projector I was watching it on was very high quality. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. so yay, I got Jurassic World and Stoker off my list. And everything else okay. is pretty much leftover that I can save. I need you to hit on every big thing that you want to talk about now. Seriously, if you got stuff to save, make sure it's serious backburner stuff. We'll put it off. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I want to bring up, I think I've talked about this show, this movie already on our show uh, before, but I wanted to bring it up again because I just I I watched it again for the third time now, and it's on Netflix, um, and that is Dark Skies. Uh, I gotta say, this movie I like I think more and more each time I watch it, uh, and this is one that you have got to see. It is truly one of those ones that just kind of slipped through the cracks. Didn't do that Didn't good I, in the theater. I thought I saw it with you in the theater. No. I don't, nope. I didn't watch this Mila until... Jovovich? No, 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 that's the first oh, coming. Oh, I'm mixing up my alien... Yeah, sorry, you're right. You're right, yeah. I haven't seen this one. Yeah, uh, I've got to say, this one here, it's, it is scary. Um, it's, it doesn't break any amazing new ground, but... I got a couple, a I, minute... I have a couple of questions about it. Uh, is it, sure. is it like, um, is it a found footage kind of thing? What, what's no, the format? No, 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 it's just, a movie movie. Just straight yeah, movie. regular format, um, straight movie. Uh, what was the other question? But how, do, how would it compare to Fourth Kind? I actually, I watched Fourth Kind about a month ago. Better than Fourth Kind. Definitely better than Fourth Kind. Hmm. And, and I liked Fourth Kind. That's, well, it's but, hard to uh, say th- because that's kind of a different subgenre. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's more of a found footage or the, you know, taped yeah. stuff. This is a movie movie, but uh, alien abduction type movie. Um, I'm so curious what you would think of this movie. My biggest complaint, and this is this happens so often in these types of movies, where there's one particular. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try to be as spoiler free as I can, but there's one particular character that just doesn't quite buy into what's going on to keep the plot ah, going. I hate this. They're always saying, and "No, I hate no, that. I, no that's, I don't buy your story. It can't be. It can't be that. I hate like, that. Yes, it is that. It's obviously that." That's honestly that is, and it's like they're doing that just to keep things rolling, and I get it. But other than that, everything else, oh, it's scary, and it's cool, and I, I something about alien abduction type stuff freaks me the hell out. Yes. <laughs> um, so and it gets a it, third time. I gave that movie four stars. My movie is a good, good movie. I'll bump it up. I'll bump it up and try and get it watched. Uh, I'm not going to promise for next episode, but it's not impossible. We get a holiday weekend. Okay. Go on, next. Okay, next up, um, 
Uh, let's see here. Lazarus Effect. Yes. Let's talk about yes. that one real quick. Yes. Um, so uh, that movie is a uh, 80 minutes long, so you're going to be in and out of there fairly harmless. However, um, somewhere along the line, this is a prime example of someone somewhere messed with this movie. It felt like it. And we've talked about this before. I know we have. To where something about the movie felt like corporate heads or someone messed with it that should not have. Because there is a seed of a great idea in there. Uh, and in fact, it's similar to Reanimator, the the Stuart Gordon movie yeah, from the Yeah, or 80s. I was going to say uh, Pet Cemetery in a manner of speaking, yes, for a new it's, age. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, scientists doing things they shouldn't and bringing back the dead, kind of, maybe. Um, the acting is fine, but it's 83 minutes long with the end credits, I believe, and it should have been at least 15 minutes longer. Hmm. It just felt like, let's make this as fast as we can. And there was a little bit of that going on in Poltergeist, too, but this one here especially... Like, there is, like, big corporation-type stuff that figures into this, because they're scientists, yeah. that are that's, it's introduced into the movie and then completely abandoned. Like, what? What about these this other side thing with this corporation that's trying to close the project down, but they're, they're not... What? Yeah. And, and it just it felt like someone got really scissor-happy in the movie to edit too much out to make for more showings in the theaters or something. I don't know. I I understand what you're saying. I just, uh, I'm, hmm, I'm trying to see. Did the uh, studio heads, do you think they intervened to make it more friendly to a wider audience? Or do you think they were trying to trim it down on the gore or violence? or make? It no, I don't think, no, I, it wasn't that gory to begin with. I think there was probably, let's keep this a brainless teen horror movie. Seriously, that's what I got out of it is, Let's keep this as basic as we can, even though there's a it, there's a cool idea in there. Um, but I would guess that what they cut out was probably a lot of character beats because you barely get to know any character. It's it's basically here's our scientists, here's what they've discovered, here's the serum, here's our victims. Now let's here's the victims. <laughs> let's get on with it. Go go yeah. go! And credits. And it's like what? Uh, so I, I give me I a score. It, I need a score on this. Two and a half out of five eh, is what I gave it. Eh, a, that's a maybe if it comes to Netflix. Yes, if it comes to Netflix, I think you should watch it. It's it's quick, um, but again, it's just one of those. It could have been so much better, especially with the, what they're dealing with, and they're even they they hint at religious type afterlife stuff, but it's just all done so fast that it's what? Yeah. Oh, all right. So I got you. Anyway. Sorry, aliens landing again. Oh, there you go. Next street over. That sound is unnerving. Yeah, Yikes. that was crazy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. I like that that, that 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 happened, and then we talked about dark skies. Yes, that's perfect. Now let's all go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, going back to dark skies, uh, you being a fan of alien type movies, I I would. I mean, I I'm cannot a fan imagine of, I'm a fan you fan of alien movies like. Star Wars and Star Trek and shit like you know sci-fi. I'll, I'll, I'll even you know the Ridley Scott Alien, that kind of Alien. Okay, but uh, the impression I got from that is it's we're coming to your house and we're going to steal you, and then stuff. And it's sort of like yes, that's not the aliens I'm really looking to meet. Even if they have to be yeah. ET, I'm down <laughs> with that. But yeah, not come to my house and uh, kidnap me and you know anal probe me. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, this one here. Oh, when it's done, and this third time watching it, I'm like, I just had that uneasy. Let me quick get the lights turned on now. Nice. I, I, I'm imagining some weird, tall, skinny being standing in the corner with eyes and I'm slightly uh, aroused, and it's just yes. And all of a sudden, I'm yeah. I've got a it's, uh, volleyball. He coming. throws you a volleyball, and you're playing with yeah. the boys. Yeah, the boys, yeah. And we do high fives and Maverick, you pussy, get yeah, back and here. And then he all the, when you think it's all good, he whips out the anal shink anal pearl. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I go to some dude's house named Kelly McGillis, and ah, it's just you know, yeah, all just sorts never of crazy shenanigans. Well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, take my yeah, breath out. <laughs> Uh, short and I run well, on that note I think yeah. Yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode as always you can get a hold of us at moviefreakspot at yahoo.com please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly both on iTunes and remember if you're not playing with the boys then you're messing around with aliens I don't know what do you got okay <laughs> that, that works. okay we'll see you next time <laughs> see ya bye Thank you.